Awesome. So, back with episode six, and you might notice that Dougie looks a little different today. So, yes, Dougie. Stand in Dougie. <laughs> what was that? Stand in Dougie. Stand in Dougie. Yeah, so Dougie's actually away today, and we have a very special guest. This is James, my co-founder of our business, Portant, and um, that's going to be the topic of today's episode. We're just going to uh, get into why, why, why we decided to start building Portant and what it is and yeah just really introduce the company to the world yeah happy to be here i've seen it on youtube a few times so yeah (laughs) get to be see behind the camera which is interesting a loyal fan (laughs) yeah excellent so james for our audience you know that's my mum and the other 13 subscribers why don't you tell us a bit about yourself just a personal intro yeah just before we get started am i meant to be looking at a camera here Spike um, the camera. Yeah, we haven't figured that one out yet. <laughs> kind of just vibe, whatever okay. works. I'll just talk to you. I, yeah, I think that's how it goes. I think when it's like the intros, we tend to look at the camera, but when Dougie and I are conversing. Sweet. Yeah. Sounds good. Yeah, so um, a little bit about me. Um, I actually just came away from my citizenship test and interview today. I um pleased to announce that I scored 100% on the citizenship test. But um, I was studying that because I actually moved to Australia five years ago from Scotland. So, um, yeah, Scotland, born and bred. Um, moved to Australia just for a year with uh, my girlfriend at the time um, to just check it out. Heard it was a good place and then ended up sticking around for five more years after that. And, uh, yeah, hopefully we'll be welcomed in, get a passport soon. Um, well, as um the podcast guy <laughs> i don't yeah. actually know what his title is right as he joked that getting 100 percent is probably a, a bad thing because you know i couldn't get 100 percent on a citizenship test yeah well um it was it wasn't too challenging mate i think i think you would have been able to do it yeah. i didn't know the senate the lower house questions they're all multiple choice i think you'd score like 25 percent if you're just randomly clicking that's true <laughs> that's some <laughs> probability some yeah. statistics yeah all righty how, how many questions were there that's the real question how many were there? Options to every question if you're scoring 25%. Oh, before? Yeah. Before each. Yeah. Can't get anything past you, man. No. <laughs> Basic math. <laughs> year one math. Can't get it past yeah. me. What's three plus three? Six. <laughs> Alrighty. So, thank you for your introduction and fingers crossed about how that comes back because, you know, we'd actually be, you know, up. Up heck, up heck Creek without a paddle. Yeah, that'd be uh, kind of bad if I got deported after this. What actually, what happens in that case? If you get deported? Yeah. I don't know. I think the feds come around to your house and they're like, sorry, James, you're actually not welcome in this country anymore. Can't you just like say, but COVID, you know, how do they kick you out? I don't think they could actually kick you out. You're a permanent, I'm a permanent resident right now. So I don't think they can kick me out. I actually have no idea how this stuff works yeah i've never had to worry about it fortunately it's a weird subculture in like um expat land where we all know like the names and codes of different australian visas and we'll recite them to each other and it's just like something which just most australians have no clue about and you you're just reciting oh yeah are you on the 457 visa and all this stuff which is seven yeah isn't that a working one yeah it's a working one skilled worker a skill oh okay I don't oh. know if you <laughs> yeah, I don't think I qualify for a four five seven. Yeah. Maybe just a fifty seven. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so is fifty seven a code? I am not aware of that one now. Secret. Yeah. It's, it's the extra skilled work actually. A little visa info for you. So um awesome. So 
Like I said, James is my co-founder of our company called Portent. So Portent is a platform to make beautiful reports with less effort. But before we dive into the whole business side behind it and you know all the tech stuff and all, all that fun stuff, I think we'll just talk about you know the origin story, how James and I met and how the idea developed and how it came about. So um, James and I actually met through an incubator program called Antler, uh, a startup incubator. So I was pretty interested in startup. Well, I mean, I've always been pretty interested in startups, but it was at the beginning of this year that I started on my startup journey and I was building my own um, collaboration tool for developers, as you know, as I've, as you've heard me recite like 20,000 times to investors and whatnot. Um, but I, w- I was developing my own collaboration tool and I ended up becoming a part of this program, James as well. And um, essentially in, in the Antler program, you are just in a cohort of about you know, 90, 99 other co-founders or aspiring, aspiring founders, I guess. Um, and you just have to meet these people, um, come up with new ideas together, or you might put, put forward your existing ideas. And then together you form teams and build a business. And, you know, seven years from now, be on a yacht in Greece somewhere. Easy. Yeah. GG easy. Um, so, yeah, James and I met through Antler and... It was really, it was about in June, but it was still like in the, the thick of the whole pandemic times and whatnot. So we, it, it, it all started virtually and we were encouraged to reach out to a lot of other um, founders before the program actually started. And the very first person I talked to after I got into the program was actually James who reached out to me on LinkedIn and we, we had a call. I think you were still in London at the time. Yeah, in the UK, back in Scotland, yeah. In Scotland. Yeah. All right. And I just reached out to Blake and I was like, hey, bro, we should we should chat. Yeah. It was pretty I awkward. remember seeing what you were, uh, you were working on at the time and thinking, this guy's pretty aligned with what I want to do. Yeah. A little and then I was shadowing. really impressed by what you'd already built. I was like, oh, wow, he's already actually built a whole thing he's coming in with a business like this is this or it's is coming impressive. in with a product i yeah. think that's 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 something i'd be very keen to talk about yeah there's a, there's a big difference as i learned firsthand between product and business so but yeah no thank you I, that's very sweet i appreciate that but yeah so we we had our so yeah james was one of the first pe- people i spoke to and we actually all ended up speaking to a, a lot of other people and it wasn't until like a f- quite a few weeks in that we were doing like design sprints. So, you know, solving, I guess, just having a problem statement and making up, coming up with solutions, designing solutions for that, that we um, decided like it could be a good opportunity to work together. So, yeah, yeah like I was saying, I was very keen on the collaboration space and so were you, James. So what, what was your, what were you looking to build before, before Anla and coming into Anla? Yeah, well, I guess... Um I'd come into Antler after off the back of working in the advertising and marketing area in Sydney for like four years, and um, previous to that, I'd run my own physical uh, product um, s- startup business. And something which I was really keen on doing was uh, not doing a physical product again. Um, and I was really, I'd, I'd seen a lot of the problems in collaboration, and and it was more in in service project or professional service uh, project delivery for clients I'd seen a lot of problems in 
the way that those projects were delivered. So I guess that's, that's quite an abstract way of talking about this, but essentially what I was looking at was marketing campaigns being delivered for clients and the clients not being uh, held accountable for their role in delivering a campaign. They're, they're a very important role. Uh, the client, the client uh, is a very important role in the delivery section. And I wanted to, <laughs> being on the other side, I was like, I, I'd like to hold them more accountable. But on top of that, I think that the the actual customer experience of um, of these kind of projects has a long way to go, and there's huge opportunities for improvement in that area. Um, so that's the the core idea I'd come um, into Antler with, um, and something I was really interested in in following. And yeah, I, I, every time I spoke to somebody else, they were like, "Oh yeah, you should probably talk to like four or five different people." And it's interesting because when you're in Antler, everybody's got these like areas of focus and i think that was the main thing that was really key to me i was i said i was kind of open to a lot of different industries but in fact it was just this kind of one area of like going into the b2b SaaS area and, and going more um in detail about collaboration and basically optimizing inefficiencies in 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 work today that's that's the the part which um i've got a real passion about yeah Definitely. I think like with Antler and when you have that interview process, they, they want to know like what you're working on. So they want to see that you have the, like you have the ideas and the grit. Like you can't just rock up and be like, yeah, I want to be a founder. And like, yeah, cool. Like, what do you want to do? And it's like, oh, I want to be a founder. It's like, no, that's not an answer. So they see that you have ideas, but they also, I remember um, Harini asking me, um, so that that's the global head of technology. She asked me, would, would you want to like, um, push this idea forward so i demonstrated to her what i had been working on like are you going to stick with that this idea or are you going to be open to other ideas and i guess what they want to hear is that you're going to be open to other ideas because you know you're never going to you're probably not going to go forward with just your idea without it evolving in some sense so how do you feel that your idea evolved before like even before we tracked out so you yeah. know, it became a team I, th I think the other thing which i want to add on top of that was like an interesting moment of like us working together was um we've done these design sprints so you do these kind of uh design sprints which are organized by antler first and then you do ones which are organized by people in your cohort so your peers and we've done a couple I don't know, maybe two or three together at I the time. I think we just did one. The, I, one. I was super unengaged in that one. I remember it was a, a topic that was... And then we did a couple more where it was like other people had organized it. I remember joining your one on double. Yeah. And at the end of that, I was. I remember just saying, you need to go and talk to an advisor about this. And I remember remem uh, uh, encouraging you to talk to Matt. Yeah. That was like, and I was like, this guy, I think he needs to go and talk to Matt, an advisor who's gone and been and done this SaaS thing before. Because, um, yeah. And then off the back of that, that's where everything kicked off, wasn't it? Yeah. Good old Matt. Yeah. Love Matt. Yeah. And SaaS, just for, just for the audience, that's software as a service products. Yeah. So that's just software platforms. I actually don't it's, really get the term SaaS. So <laughs> never really thought about I think, it. I think you might be be too, maybe like it might be too like the way it's always been done for you. I think because essentially the differentiator is that people used to buy buy software yeah. as a one-up cost and then you'd have it forever. I've and thought now, about that. And now people just pay it monthly or yearly. Yeah, I think that's an interesting thing with like where I've come into the software scene. Like, so I started coding in 2014, and um, 
you see like a lot of things that are kind of like improvements of off something that's been established before. And I think I'm saying this like too high level, but it's like, I think, okay, analogy is that like the save icon is a floppy disk. And, you know, I've never had to use a floppy disk. And if you went to like a four-year-old now, they would be like, and you, like, you went to a four-year-old and you showed them a floppy disk, they're going to be like, why'd you 3D print the save button or something like that? Yeah. So I think the analogy, what I'm trying to get at, you know, how I fumble my analogies is that you sometimes get them real good. Sometimes they have really good analogies, but you know, when you, when you try to make every single thing an analogy, some of them are going to be good. I think what I'm trying to say is that it's like... That's more statistics. Yeah. You're nailing it. Yeah, what's the like law of big numbers or something like that? Something like that. Um, what I'm trying to say is that there's still basically you've always lived with software as a service being the thing. Yeah, that's that's my save button. There we go. Bring it back. (laughs) So easy. So it's like to me, software is always something that is like updated. You know, it is a service because it's still a product, and we still call it product. But I know SaaS is just it's just nice. You know, Mm -hmm. SaaS, and then you have like everything else that's AAS platform as a service infrastructure as a service Buzz- is as a service yeah <laughs> it's a real buzzword isn't it it's something which uh, yeah oh, I could do a whole episode on buzzwords I hate buzzwords don't do it sorry pull out pull out of that don't get yeah, trapped in that get, rabbit hole it's not getting used to see me stir <laughs> yeah, up it's not getting to the buzzword yeah I think I've even done it on an investor meeting started ranting about buzzwords about horizons Horizon's not a buzzword. It is. It's a personal buzzword for you, I think. <laughs> no, it's not. Horizon. Horizons. Uh, the investor said it the other day. They speak about it all the time. So funny with these investor calls where like sometimes, you know, with all the internet connections and you drop out and then come back in at the, at the beginning or if I do the same. Like we've been through all these intros so many times that I could basically intro you word for word how you intro yourself and you could intro me in the same way and we just get so you could you hear the same pitch again and again and again yeah. that it's almost like i don't know it's almost like becomes disassociated with the human being <laughs> yeah definitely i'm trying to spice my investor my keep me guessing yeah. it's like oh that was no. a new word <laughs> and yeah i'm just trying to i don't know i just feel like i say the same well i do say the same thing but i know i i never like rehearsed it or made it it's just what i started saying and just what i kept saying it's the same thing when we had all the um the speed dating founder interviews yep. is that it's i just realized that i've been looking at the camera that we're not using <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny maybe we will use it like we have the footage why not it'd be good to try using like when you messed up last time you could cut between the two cameras no maybe that wouldn't work no because i'm still swearing and <laughs> the magic of film business is that we do a little there's we have a cut you probably didn't even notice it was so smooth <laughs> previously in this in this one thus far but yeah so no investor meetings they are fun they're they're interesting i am enjoying it it's kind of weird that it's like just from my bedroom you know yeah. it's a weird how, how accepted that's become yeah you know? like we, we've actually known no, no difference i think people who maybe again, had the yeah we've only yeah. ever known it this way it's the save button once again the floppy disk the 3d printed save button 
I remember Ant, um, who's one of the partners at Antlow, saying, oh, yeah, you, you'll need to do all the investor meetings in person. And we haven't done one in person. No, we have. We have done uh, two or three in the meeting rooms. I think maybe one. I can think of one. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure but like proper, proper investor meetings, we haven't. Yeah, that was even early. Yeah. I, that was, that that was, was just a, a practice. I but see, yeah, I everything's changed so much. Like those important things that you were meant to do face-to-face can now be done digitally is huge benefit. It's pretty interesting. To you, who likes to live in your house and not leave it. <laughs> I like to leave my house. <laughs> it's just like I have all my, you know, my chairs, they're all set up, my desk. Oh, I hate hot desking. Hot yeah. desking and buzzwords. Hot desking is a buzzword. That's that's like a double hate for me. Anyway, we're not, we're not running about that now, but mm-hmm. it's not that I don't dislike leaving my house like an incel or something. <laughs> it's <laughs> no. that... I have everything set up and I have this big like 38-inch curved monitor. I wasn't saying it's an insult. It's just more like how we enjoy working, right? Yeah. And also wasting your time commuting to and from a place of work. Is- oh, I like, I actually like, well, I like a little, I like getting the beeline. I like a 30-minute commute. Okay. You know that thing that you're talking about of like Microsoft, how they yeah. introduce like a virtual commute? I, oh, yeah, I think that's really important. Yeah, virtual commute completely. is super important. It's It's nice to have that little like wind down it's also especially like when you're solving technical issues as well and you're getting stuck on like a problem uh, it's crazy how beneficial it is to just like step back and it's like you know there's so many times i've figured out something that i've been like i spent the last three hours of my work day trying to solve and then i'm like heck it i'm going home i get on the bus and i'm like oh yeah you know (laughs) yeah it's like you f- you figure it out inst- instantly as soon as you have that, and then not even like for a work thing, just like a warm up and warm down type of thing. And also, uh, like if you're bringing your work um, back to your home, it's nice to have that separation with your home life and, and your work life. And if you don't have that commute, it's hard to get the separation of the barrier between the two. Yeah, I think environment as and, well. Yeah, environments massive factor. Yeah, it's like. I get a little stressed out because I do work in my bedroom. Yeah. And it's like, you know, that's that's supposed to be the same place that I'm sleeping and yeah, relaxing. And chilling. Yeah. yeah. But, you know. Not all of us can have a nice office and a yeah, <laughs> bedroom and, and, and a cinema room. Yeah. A, yeah. A, third sp- a cinema room. Wow. That'd be nice. That would be nice. But, yeah. That's a good tangent. I think we went on a good tangent there. Yeah, definitely. That's what the podcast's all about. That's why yeah. it's called the All Sorts Podcast. Love it. It's not called the this sort or the top whatever topic podcast. <laughs> the consistency podcast. Yeah, exactly. Okay, but yeah, so how James and I met at Antler is James was encouraging me to go speak to Matt just, just to get an advisor's opinion on my idea because I'd actually been like playing my cards like pretty close and not really. Yeah, what were you thinking about that at that time? I'd never actually asked you that. Ah, that's a great question. So that that actually, I guess that ties back to what I was saying before about you know a product, a business isn't a product. So, so what I was trying to build, just context, is a collaboration tool that was was intended to like replace, um, you know, your Jira, Trello, Slack, and Confluence. It's more supposed to be like a cons- consolidated solution for task tracking, um, team comms, messaging, and whatnot and your wiki or your knowledge sharing just all in one i just found um 
and it could have been more of a workflow issue at like some of the previous companies I was at, but it's like we were using those tools I listed separately and it, there was a lot of manual syncing between them. There was a lot of time we'd have to copy and paste stuff. I thought that was quite inefficient. I, I thought there could just be a more developer-orientated integration-wise as part of it and then also a more consolidated solution that just really like you have a task across all three of those pillars um, of like comms, so messaging and um, task tracking and wiki instead of having them as three separate things that you have to. Um, but because I thought I was going against like those big established products like Slack and Jira, all of them, I thought that I had to have, to go to market, I had to have a real killer product. Like I felt I couldn't get away with just like an MVP because an MVP is just one of those existing tools or it's just an integration of those existing tools. Now, so that was my thinking at the time and I guess I, um, I, I do have different opinions on that now. Even that article you sent me yesterday about, um, so what were they calling it? What? It was collaboration debt, was it not? Yeah, but what was the word after those words? I thought it was debt. Yeah, like, oh yeah, yeah it was like collaboration debt. What were the other ones? Um... I can't remember. But anyway, so, so collaboration debt was the important one. And so this article spoke, we'll, we'll, we'll get a link to it. Um, so this article spoke about, uh, what did they call like big companies? They called them like some sort gorillas. of animal. Gorillas. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like gorillas, they'll have separate products. And the collaboration debt is that it's so hard for these two separate products to offer to to create an offering that's in the intersection of those two tools so the example they gave is how calendly has addressed tax sorry tax collaboration tax tax debt mm-hmm. they all they all suck yeah. um so the example they gave is how calendly has kind of like um capitalized on the intersection between Gmail and Google calendars. They created a really good way for you to schedule stuff through through an email or through like um, just communications with another person. So I guess I guess like my updated thinking is aligned with that. Is that maybe there was still an op- there still could be an opportunity in the future for for my tool double the collaboration tool to exploit those mm-hmm. those areas. Yeah, but also linear. That's it. It released. Did it release during the cohort? Or I think so. It It came real big. It definitely came like I think it was like number one on Product Hunt. Yeah, at some point, which was I think a really good thing for me as well. So, so a tool came out linear, and they really captured like the ethos of what what I wanted to do as well. So I guess that that's really like a double edged sword, like. It's quite validating that that you know this company's come out and it's super aligned with what I thought could be a business, what I think could be a business opportunity, and actually just overnight, you know, in Australia time now, they raised thirteen mil in their Series A. Yeah. So you know, so that's well done. awesome, good work, yeah. And I'm super impressed. They'll I think- probably be listening. So good luck. I mean, well done, Linear. <laughs> They'll definitely be listening. But yeah, no, I'm super impressed. It's a really great product. I've used, I've played around with it a little bit. Um, like I'm the only dev in our two-person team right now, so not much need to. Um, I mean, we really should still be tracking <laughs> our stuff, but when, when at this point, sorry, going on a tangent, but like at this point, you just kind of do stuff. You just code and 
I wrote documentation for the first time this morning. So, <laughs> well done, man. Yeah, I'm really proud of myself. It's quite quite detailed. It's more because I was just writing some weird stuff that if I come back to it, I'll be like, I have no idea. So I try, I'm trying to look out for future Blake or future you know future team members, yeah. and actually document it before I waste half a day on some silly bug that I bought upon myself. Anyway, sorry. This, so this is a really funny experience. So just like uh, as. In our kind of like working relationship, I'm normally the person here who's like giving us the structure to the the convo or the the direction. Like our personalities are like, I mean, people always say that we get on really well, and we're like, you know, people even asked us if we were mates before we joined Antler, for instance. But the way that it works really well is like you're very creative in the way that you um, think and um, and are very kind of like. Um, not I wouldn't say turbulent, but like it's like I'd you say go, turbulent. you like to go in lots of different directions and, and like to chase interesting thoughts. And then for me to be sitting here as a passenger on this journey, I'm like I'm on I a like roller coaster. The, I like it. I like the theme. Yeah, it's just like it's like a bit of a role reversal at the moment. You've got the notes. I'm just flying blind. Yeah, it's cool. Just on my turbulent. Yeah, that's something I'm really trying to work on. I actually D- why why would you well. I, Why not just double down into the things you're awesome at? Nah, I I got to work on <laughs> I got to work on my communication. But that yeah. was actually a massive motiv- motivation uh, behind starting the podcast as well. Is like I think I kind of just think of a lot of things to say. <laughs> I, 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 this is a perfect example. Is that I kind of just like go off in these tangents in my head, and I just speak it, and I just keep talking. And like, you know, one of the reasons I want to start the podcast is to work on creating like being not creating, but like being able to just really concisely and effectively articulate what I want to say and just create a narrative and like have my point there, provide my examples and tie that back in and everything like that. So do you want us to dig into that now? Does it turn oh, this into a, a counseling one. session? That's 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 a. Where does it start? Yeah, <laughs> I was four years old. I have looked at Dougie in, in these, and I'm like, hey, I've I've been in your situation before. What just watching Blake do his thing? Uh, <laughs> uh, what? Of <laughs> <laughs> me? What do you mean? Of me? Just talking? Yeah. Mm. I like it. It's good. Sometimes I kind of like astonish myself because I think about what was the last thing that the other person said. And it's like six topics away from what I'm talking about at the moment. And just in my own monologue, I've got to some completely different thing that I'm just ranting on about. I'm not not adding on that. I'm an only child, so I've had to have a lot of (laughs) conversations with myself. (laughs) Just sit in my room, just... Making going through six different topics. Yeah, oh, I don't. I don't think my my wife Anna, if she is watching, it's amazing you got this far. But she won't be listening to this, so I can say speak freely about her. But she's she's the same as you, man. <laughs> she just she goes like maybe four or five topics, and she's on a monologue. And then I'll sometimes stop her, and I'll be like, Anna, do you do you remember the topic that that whole conversation began on and do you know who else has spoken during that time and like people enjoy it people love listening now she has to watch this now, now she, she has to yeah now she has to hear this mm-hmm. okay i'm sorry i kind of think about it 
like you know shout out to the the programmers that are loyal fans of this but i kind of think about stack frames of topics in my head so when you have um so you know like in programming you have functions and a function is a routine of code it's just you know a block of code to run that can take arguments but what happens like how a computer runs these functions is that it creates a frame in the memory so so it's kind of just like two different points and it's just that's where it does all the working out for the function and when you call another function it's putting so when you call another function within that function i'm probably probably losing losing it here but <laughs> it, it's you create another stack frame and it's called a stack because you're just putting frames on top of a stack. And when you return, when you finish the operations in each function, you pop that stack and the stack goes down. So as you can imagine, as a function is calling other functions, it's building up a stack. And then as they return, it's going down and then you know it could go back up again, going down like that. So I kind of think how the topics in my head work is kind of like, function calls <laughs> is that <laughs> it's just it's just like the stack just keeps building up and then like I finish each topic and I try to go to the topic that I was talking about before to wrap it back up and then I can't get back down the stack because I forgot what was <laughs> seven stack frames earlier. Blakebot. Yeah, Blakebot. That was a really... I, I just had a thought for the podcast. You should definitely have like a whiteboard or something here where you can like... Because these... That would have been assisted with you with a, bl- a black marker or something. That'd be kind of cool. That would be pretty sick. I wonder what Dougie thinks of that one. Yeah, Dougie would be on board. He'd love that idea. Yeah. Should meet Dougie. I could have like a, a whiteboard. Uh, sorry, a clear board. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the word is. <laughs> yeah, like, I don't know. A seat, like a, a window, a glass pane even perhaps. Yeah. And I could write on it in mm-hmm. front of me and then we can flip the image. Yeah. And have it. Or I could learn to write backwards as well and then we don't have to flip it. Yeah. That'd be impressive. Just call a mirror function. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Um, so we're like 20 tangents off topic. 20 frames. 20 frames. Yeah. So if we pop those 20 frames, how do we get back to the, the main the main function? Well, we. I think it all went from where we were meeting. You were talking about the idea that I was working on before and then um, I was speaking about how... We were. Uh, I was really interested in that kind of collaboration between clients and delivery teams. Yes, and so, then essentially, I think what we do next is we're about to talk about how we've just followed this journey of asking and talking to as many customers as possible about what their core pain points are and how that's actually it's amazing. Like, I think the thing which I've thought about, and you know, the, it's probably from uh, my blog post notes which i've been uh writing recently is like these in the description oh <laughs> um is the the startup journey is this crazy um journey of like and oh, that's a <laughs> that's bad i'm crazy. sorry it's a crazy journey but no seriously it's like these moments of like absolute clarity and then complete you've been completely lost oh. and it's all guided by like talking to lots of different people and having a heck of a lot of inputs coming into you and you trying to like synthesize that information to find a path but if you don't have the inputs you can't go yeah. on the journey but if you have too many inputs you get 
like really Lost confused it. about what the direction is. And so I think we've gone through that like heaps of constantly, times. Yeah. Constantly. It's and like a weekly thing. Yeah. Well, it. I, I think, think it getting, was. It was. I think I'm so clear in the last like two months, I'm so clear about where we're going. Yeah, definitely. But in those Early first three months, it was, am I doing the right thing? Is this a real problem? Why can't I explain this to other people? And like by talking to other people and uh, talking to customers, essentially, you'll start to understand this is the problem we should go after. Yes. It's, yeah, it's, it's pretty full on. Like I have a Medium article that's um, in a draft and the title is, you must be this tall to ride. Starting a startup is a roller coaster. Excellent. But, um, <laughs> Blake's really good at writing. It's one one article. One article was yeah. really good. Mm-hmm. I tried to recreate. It. I think I got got too caught up in the metaphors and the similes and the tricky second album. Yeah, tricky. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. One hit wonder. Um. Yeah. So yeah. No, it is completely a roller coaster. And yeah. So on our journey, I definitely think like we had this one idea, or it's not one idea in particular, but we we thought we knew where we were going early on, and then you get to a week later and you reflect on that and you're already like we're, we're in a completely different not a completely different space but I kind of feel like it's um, you know the the first jump you do is a big jump like a big pivot and you kind of like do smaller and smaller jumps until you converge on an idea for now you know and we could still be uh, the negative feedback loop yeah exactly yeah. We, we, we could still be like minimizing the cost function we could still be like getting um we could still have a pivot in the future but definitely like we will i mean (laughs) we're like three months old so it's bound to happen what the second act of the business is the second act yeah Yeah. but um no it, it, it is it is like that jumping around constantly and also like on an emotional level as well it's like you're saying, like, there's some, there, there have been some days where I'm just like, what the heck? What what are we doing? Like, what are we trying to figure out? What are we trying to solve? And then there's other days where, you know, you kind of break through that and then you have this newfound motivation and that drives you really far. And then you might r- run into the same roadblock again. Excuse me. Burp, and then you just... Burp break. Burp break, Yeah. <laughs> And then you didn't have to you didn't have to call it out. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, I feel like I burp a lot on the podcast. Not a lot, but you gotta. It's hard. It's hard. It's hard making a podcast. So we've been teasing this for a while about what we're actually up to. Do we want to tell the people yeah. or not? You're, no, you're keep messaging. It. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, we're still working on our messaging, but essentially, uh, as Blake mentioned before, we're trying to make the. The world of weekly reports, executive summaries, all that kind of rubbish that people have to consolidate different information from different sources to create a report or a document that goes and gets shared and communicates the status of of, um, of a project or a bunch of work. We were trying to make that easier and more beautiful, essentially. So, um, yeah, I think we're... Um, really close to releasing that MVP, which um, is going to be exciting and try and test some of our hypothesis and see see if people like what we're doing. Yeah. But yeah, I'm I'm excited. Oh, I'm 
heckin' excited. <laughs> so our MVP is a Google Docs add-on. So we're currently just waiting for um, approval from the Google Docs, or sorry, just the Google Workspace review team. Um, so yeah, shout out to them because I have to keep recording videos for OAuth consent. You could just do a quick one now. Oh, no, oh, <laughs> I, did, I spent like an hour. You know, it's a five-minute video. It's crazy how hard it, it's not hard, but it's so like, it's so tedious. I'm just going to write a script next time. Maybe that may <laughs> Like for this? Yeah. Look, I wrote like three lines in this Google Doc. Have we hit all the points? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> and we don't have time to either. But um, I think James, you'll have to come back for an episode two. And I think we'll actually have to do a... um some marketing material as well for Portent in the format of this type of open discussion, which was kind of something that we might do today, but this is definitely a podcast episode. <laughs> this is, we, we thought that maybe this could also be reused as marketing material and we could just like trim out the podcast intro stuff. Uh, no, nah, not happening because we just talked about I was about unaware it. of that plan. Yeah. Sounds Surprise. good though. <laughs> Surprise. It's like, that reminds me. We were had an investor meeting and they were talking about like analytics and stuff like that. And I was going about because like I added some features in the back end that track, not track. We don't track. That's bad. We had some features in the back end that just will let us know when a user has is looking at some documents and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And I, when the investor was like, "Oh yeah, you need those like touch points and insights and stuff like that," I, I wanted about because I hadn't told you yet. I I, well, I just told you now that I actually still keep forgetting to tell you that I did that. But <laughs> I was going to be like, "Sick, we actually did something like that just today." What was my point on this? I don't know. That it's you're sick. You're building secret features. It's not. It's just. It's just insights and stuff, you know. Just seeing, but it's interesting. Like as it's going through Google review, seeing the reviewers like. In our API, mm. doing stuff. That's good. Seeing them in our database. Shout out to them. Yeah, shout out to Madison, I think. Whoever the, the reviewer is. Shout out to GWN Madden. Madden's reviewer at gmail.com. That's not a real person, I don't think. No, this has been fun. Awesome. Yeah. Thank you so much for coming on. Till next time. We could probably even get Dougie in the middle here as well. I think you'd have some good chats with Dougie. Yeah. Awesome. And yeah. And thank you for editing as well, Dougie. He's still he's still here in spirit. <laughs> <laughs> All righty. Thank you so much. All right. Bye, guys. Cheers. Thanks.